Okay. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode seven of Journey into Yoga Cults. I'm Melissa Longfellow. I'm Shelly Swires. I'm Rachel Nelson. Oh, fuck, you guys. Did we join a yoga cult? <laughs> we, we, we thought it was an organization that was changing the world through yoga because the yoga felt so amazing. And that's what the, quote, methodology was supposed to help us do. But the deeper we got in, the more indoctrinated we became. We've learned a lot since then about manipulation, coercion, abuse of power, and undue influence. Be a yes, don't even get me started. And we're gonna share it with you here. Super casual style, not fancy. It's just us and our opinions and our true stories. We're allowed to speak our truth and Mostly, we hope this helps people. What are we talking about today? We're talking about a few things today. Today's, what are we saying? What's up in the Baptist cultiverse? Yeah, or let's, <laughs> let's catch up. What's happened since the last episode? The last well, episode. what's happened since the last episode that, that was Debbie Williamson um, and telling us how long this stuff has been going on and sharing her personal stories. And I have to say, I think we've gotten the most um reaction from mm -hmm. this episode the most ripple effect lots of people responding to that episode yeah it's so we thought he'd talk about it today i think that my and it's only been a week ago right but um when i was thinking about what's been going on this last week the biggest thing to stand out to me was that we've had a lot of um well people who have been big parts of my life, whether at home studio or just throughout my time with Baptiste Yoga, many of them who've been important and influential to me have um, either joined the Facebook support group and said something or texted and said something, or mm -hmm. there've been a couple of people who have made public statements and it's been in that aspect, a really, really, really cool week. <laughs> Yeah. So cool. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like we could have done like two more episodes with Debbie because she has so many stories. It's we yeah. all, and we all do, but she really has some crazy stories. Um, she, did she mention on the podcast? She was like going to write a book. She's the long. Yeah, she did. And she, she like, took out the URLs, like yeah. yogacult.com and Debbie if you're listening we've had a lot of people reach out to us and be like tell Debbie to write her right, right book mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. um we would all enjoy that mm -hmm. I think oh yeah yeah so, oh yeah it was awesome and uh, I mean at this point I feel like we could have we have a compilation of stories where we could almost write a book sure. with all the stories that that people have shared with us so keep sharing your stories with us um do we want to talk about the, some of the responses that we've gotten? Yeah. yeah, let's talk about let's talk about feedback. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. First of all, we're we're, we're pre-talking before this episode, talking about so people. I've got so much going through my brain, which no thanks for feedback on that. Um, everybody, we as a community of people. I oh, wait, trigger warning. If you're triggered by feedback, maybe you shouldn't listen to that. <laughs> yeah. But like, we're obviously triggered by feedback, right? Um, it's just, you know, where, where to even begin? So my, in my role as a certification manager too, like I gave feedback full time and I was just sharing with Melissa and Rachel, like, I think I need to go and apologize to my family for like the last 10 years of my life for all of the just obnoxious, sanctimonious <sighs> feedback with, that nobody asks for, by the way. Just right. if something comes from the training where, you know, we're taught that this is, the methodology is like the end all be all. And then we just go, just go feedback vomited all over everybody. And, um, and I've, we've all been on the receiving end of that too. And I'm just not interested anymore. 
I don't want feedback. I'm perfectly fine. Like this podcast that we're all doing, we're in agreement that it's messy and it's mm -hmm. fine. And we're not going to do everything the way that maybe everybody thinks we should. And that's part of our healing, like to not try to do this perfectly, to not try to do this the way that we've been trained to do at the front of the room, right? Like that's, yeah, that's my, that's my rant about feedback. I think, you know, one piece of feedback that we got, do you have that pulled up? So we can Which one? It. Which piece? Um, well, there was one about saying that um, it's coming from love and that we should state our why and what's our okay, end game. Okay, I just got it. Okay. Uh, um, I'm gonna read so it. we all received this, just to preface it, the three of us received this as a Facebook message um, from someone that I don't think I've ever actually met in person. Um, and then a, another prominent, not another prominent, a prominent person within the Baptist organization who I believe is still around was also copied. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bye. So, hi, your podcast was highlighted to me today. Idea. Feedback. You should have a moderator so it doesn't sound like y'all are just agreeing with yourselves. It'll make your truth more powerful. And please read my post. It's objective. So she also made a post, a public post on Facebook that she also took down. Um, I love people who speak their truth. I hear your truth from love. You need someone to land it for you. And you need to state your intention. What's your end game? For me, that will make it more powerful. For what it's worth from my POV, as she gives some other accolades. I don't, I do, I didn't start as a yogi. When mm. I did my level one, I was laughing at all you cult followers. And then I saw that Baron didn't want that. The staff created that. Mm. So I think that needs to be highlighted. He set us off to be empowered. Ironically, he taught me the drama triangles. The opposite is compassion, coaching, and creation. I hope you make the podcast those three things. Otherwise, well, you know the answer. I have more to share from a place of love. What's the, what is the answer? I don't know. There's so much, there's so much to say about this. A lot of unpacking. A lot of unpacking. Mm -hmm. To do there. There's, okay, I'll just state it out up front. Victim blaming. Yes, the whole we oh we created it. Baron did not. We want created. To Baron didn't create it. Baron taught was not what not to do, and we did it. So there's the victim blaming. There's the um, humiliating, like oh I was laughing at all you cult followers, mm -hmm. except now she's um, fully deep into the Kool Aid. Mm -hmm. Yep so far into the Kool-Aid that you can't see the Kool-Aid past the Kool-Aid. Yeah, I just couldn't even process this one. I was like, I'm not sure. <laughs> My response, like, I'm not sure what the point of this is. But then it's from love. So, and I want to be careful not to criticize this. I just want to point out that how, what a different point of view, like in my point of view, she didn't talk about any of the content of what we're talking about. Well, the fact that she didn't, she didn't listen actually she maybe listened to the first episode and then decided to just jump on and write us all of this feedback and she's using very specific baptiste language in this message too and that's what stood out to me so mm -hmm. um please read my post it's objective that the you need to be more objective about this like take your subjectivity out of it right that was always used right um, like your story yeah um and then she says you need someone to land your point Bear, like that was consistently said to us as you moved up ranks by baron land your point land your point why aren't you landing your point um what's your intention? You need to state your intention at the beginning so people know, and then you need to land your point. So that to me, it's like no criticism of her. It's just like, oh, she like, 
this is the language we have been yep. taught and she's yep. using it without actually having listened to every episode. Um, well, the point is landed just in that kind of first intro to each episode. Yeah, yeah. That we hope this helps people. We got into something for one reason, it turned out it was something totally different than what we thought it was. And now we're out because we're it's harmful and we hope this helps people. There's the point. It's basically saying too, your truth would be better if you shared it this way and not this way. This is just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's classic tone police victim blaming. And like, no, like literally zero towards this person. It's, I just, again, similar to the, uh, the letter episode, it's so important to see the language Right. And the things and not the person. Right. And we don't know the person. And we don't even know. We don't I know, don't, I don't I know I, the person. I'm no, not. I know. Well, we know who the person is, but we don't have a personal relationship with the person. And then for her to come like publicly with this post and then tag another Baptist leader in the post. And Rachel and she that. says for transparency's sake. Yeah. for transparency in other words i don't want to be caught talking to these podcasters with my leader finding out later because that could be trouble well and yeah because that's like no gossip no side conversations no talking bad about the institute none of that so she's thinking if she's transparent then she's doing it it won't be a problem right but it will right. no matter what like right she, she deleted that post. Yeah. This is making my head hurt. Okay. <laughs> I think it's good for people to just hear. Because no, it, it is. It was just, and I love that you all like had the ability to, to break it down, which thank you for doing for me. Cause it took about five seconds before I was just like, pulled myself right out. Yeah. <laughs> no, thanks. Bye. I just, yeah, bye. And that's the whole well, thing too. It's just if anything else, it's like, no, thank you. There's so many of us that are going through recovery here. The last thing we need is this unsolicited feedback. Yeah. We've requested not to receive it, but the ability oh. for people not to give feedback sometimes is just, I mean, and we're told we are, we are trained to give feedback. We, you know, Melissa posted a question somewhere this week, like, can you tell us what you thought of the episode without feedback? And I sat for a second. I was like, I don't know if I know how to talk without feedback. <laughs> so I'm just going to be quiet. Yeah. 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 Well, I think I'll say the last thing that stands out to me is like tone policing our truth. You know, I think that's the biggest thing mm -hmm. I can say my truth. And I, I know maybe people can see what we're saying. Like we don't want feedback they can see that as arrogant or something like that. We've got it perfect or something. No, it's not. It's the opposite of that. We don't have it perfect, but this is just the truth. It's raw the way it is. Mm -hmm. And I, and you can't tell me that my truth isn't true. You know, you can't yeah. tell me that I haven't experienced what I've experienced, seen what I've seen that other people, hundreds of people haven't experienced. You can't do that. You just can't. So fuck off with the tone police. And I also, with love, recommend listening to the episodes mm -hmm. and listening to people's voices. <sighs> I'm not gonna lie, like I, I did the same thing as this person did. You know, when the whole thing came out about that other Baptiste, uh, what is it called? It's a, it's a organization. Of, yeah a nonprofit yeah. and, and that leader, when that other thing came out about that, I was very quick to defend that leader because I've known that person for a long time and just considered that person a friend and, and was very quick to defend because I didn't ever want to entertain anything bad about that person or that organization. So I get it. You don't want to believe something, but when people speak the truth, it's like you got to pause and listen. 
That's just like what one of the people who spoke out this week said in their letter. Yeah. You know, which a lot of people are saying, you know, we've, we've all heard, maybe even some of us have said that, you know, it's like, I'm sorry that happened to you, but that wasn't my experience. It's like, if you feel that way, great, fine. And I know we have more to talk about there, Yeah. but then listen to the people who actually had the experience and believe them, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Instead of that, oh, I'm sorry for you, but it wasn't my experience. And I think that, you know, I, I love hearing the statements of, of, of different people who are slowly coming out at different paces and who had, you know, similar or dissimilar involvement that I did. It's just, it's interesting in it to hear lots of different people's point of view. And I appreciate hearing those. Mm-hmm. I appreciate hearing those. And, it, and, um, and yeah, and for those who are saying that, for those who are saying, you know, sorry for your experience, that didn't happen to me great. Uh, Maybe take what you feel like you've learned and what you feel like you got that was so great, you know, sort of the, um, the bait, take those things and. You know what? It's easy to see it from a different perspective. So what I like, I invite people to go like watch something like the vow or like Scientology because it's literally the same thing. Like they had really good nuggets of, you know, uh, wisdom or, you know, things that help people discover something about themselves, about the, in Scientology, it was about the reactive mind. And, you know, in Nexium, it was the same, same shit, just packaged a little bit differently. And, you know, Schman, Schmark, same thing. <laughs> mm. But we, we got some nuggets. It doesn't mean that the organization and the leader is good no. just because they had some good material. So go look at, and this is what I invite people to do who can't really wrap their heads around it, that is Baptiste is a bad organization and a bad leader, mm-hmm. is go look at it from a different organization. Would you Would you defend Scientology knowing like, if you know all this bizarre creepy destructive awful shit and then go and then just defend it like i'm sorry you have your life was ruined by scientology but you know i learned how to control my reactive mind so too bad for you you know it's easier to see it and that's how i saw it too is like you know watching the vow it was easier to see it from a distance it's harder to see it when you're it's the thing that you've put your whole life behind Agreed. Mm-hmm. Super agreed. You know, there was a comment um, on just one of my personal posts about our podcast from somebody I don't know who said um, something like, I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry this happened to you. And, you know, something like, I, I hope it's this process is healthy and supports you. And I was like, this isn't for me. Like this does doing this podcast doesn't do anything for me. It's not a heal. I'm not looking out here looking for healing. I'm out here looking because I see dangerous shit happening and I, it, it's not right. Yeah. I dude, I've had sit like many messages or, or comments and seen that or seen them on your page or other people's pages or our Instagram. That's like, I hope you guys are able to forgive yourselves. I hope this is a yeah. experience for you. And yeah. I'm just kind of like, I, I like, I like do this, the head tilt. I was <laughs> like, yeah. Huh? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like this is probably providing that for us, but really our, we want to help people. Yeah, help people and the activist stage of cult recovery is one that many many people do not get to right um and it can be part of healing but it's in a really important part of recovery from this is speaking out mm-hmm. because for so long we were not able to speak out about anything that we saw that was wrong and so silencing people or 
making assumptions like, oh, I hope you guys forgive yourselves. And this must be so cathartic. And I hope you get the healing you need by doing this. Yep. Kindly fuck off. Right. Well, I would say, you know, I didn't understand this either. So I say fuck off. And also I say, you know, just maybe like have your own process because mm-hmm. I know before I even said a word, it was, it was terrifying for me to say a word until I had done, a, you know, a lot of my own processing by myself with friends, with a therapist, reading books, understanding, really understanding. Um, and, and that helped me to kind of separate out in my mind what is real, what is culty, what is, you know, a cult abuse, how did I get here? And then, and that took a long time. Mm-hmm. And it was only then when I got to a certain point, and I'm sure I don't want to speak for you guys, but we got to a certain point where we were, we were talking privately about it. And then there's a certain point where you're then, you've done all your own kind of like, all those emotions, the, the regret, the anger, the shame, the, you know, the confusion, the sadness. And then you get to a point where like, okay, now I'm ready to talk. Mm-hmm. Now I'm ready to speak. Yeah. And I, I think that everyone will get there in their own time and, um, and that's totally okay. And perfect too. So. Yes. And I think what we've always said is, you know, just listen and we're here if you want to talk to us. Yeah. Yeah. For anybody who wants to talk to us, we're here. Okay. Um, I have another thing I want us to talk about. Okay. Um, Shelly. Yes. What happened to you specifically this week? Do you want to talk about it? I do. I just don't know how much I want to say because it involves somebody who's really important to me. Yeah. And so. Well, it was painful. Yeah. So since I started speaking out, I have a very close friend who pretty much abruptly stopped speaking to me. She's not in the, she's not in Baptiste anymore. No. She was, and she's not. She's not in Baptiste anymore. And um, I kind of knew just because of what they're involved in that um, doing what I'm doing may be seen as um, not on the right side of uh, positivity. Below the line, below so the to speak. Line. Yeah, below she the cult line. hopped, right? Possibly. I don't see you two know about. Possibly. You two know about. I don't know anything. I've never done anything with the other group, so I don't know. Say okay. So if you've listened to Amanda Montel and uh, oh my god, Adisa, no, I can't say. I don't remember her name. Their podcast is called Sounds Like a Cult. Mm-hmm. They have they how they rate groups is um like you're okay it's like you're fine watch your back get the f out right i would put the cult that she hopped it like the group she hopped from baptiste into as a watch your back so like it it airs on the very culty side of things without yeah. being as maybe as harmful as Baron and Baptiste Joe. Right. And yeah. And I would just yeah. say about that group, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people, former Baptiste people in that group and a Tons. lot, and none of them, Tons. none of them are saying anything because in, in my opinion, I don't know this for sure. Should I close on? <laughs> Sorry. In my opinion, it's because I, I believe that they are seeing what we're doing as below the line or negative or not positive in life. And, um, you know, I kind of knew that. So I just kind of stared away too. You know, I'm not in the business of trying to go like argue with somebody. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
I just wasn't, I'm not in the business of trying to convert. I'm not in the business of trying to pull anybody out. Like I get that everybody's on their, their own journey of this. I'm not going to try to make anybody speak out. Um, but we really just haven't spoken much and it's been a year. And then um, somebody, you know, told me this week that um, somebody who, you know, had an eye-opening experience from our podcast told me this week that that person had pretty much warned them about us, that we were yeah. quote unquote spiraling. And yeah. that was that we're, that we're spiraling. Yes. The three of us. So, we so notice again, I mean, this is, it just kind of makes me crazy, but notice again that this is it's tone policing Yes, and also silencing. So don't talk to them. They're spiraling. You can, I mean, uh, I just want to point to like other groups who have been um, oppressed and then come out and, and, you know, try to speak their truth and then they're silenced. Yeah. Yeah. This is what, this is what happens. This is how groups are silenced. There's a bunch of people speaking the truth that there were, there was traumatic there's trauma bonding, there was abuse of power, there was manipulation, there, and all of this is true. The, we're, we're not making up stories, we're telling true facts that happened. And we're pointing it out and educating people on what is manipulation, thought control, coercion, and abuse of power. And then they label it spiraling mm -hmm. and tell other people not to talk to us because it's dangerous. And versus listen, because a group who's not a cult, and this is what any cult expert will tell you, a group that is not a cult will not tell you to not listen to other people. A group that actually is interested in inquiry will encourage you to listen and ask questions. Mm -hmm. Yes, they will. A human's rights group would listen and wonder what's happening there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. And um, but a group is that it's protective of itself will buckle down harder. And the and this particular group we're talking about that is not Baptiste is closely associated and reliant on Baptiste because a lot of people are funneling from Baptiste over to this group. And the leader is also has a, a certain relationship of got their um, credibility because of Baptiste mm. and Lululemon. Yeah. Okay, anyway, I'm so sorry because, you know, I know this, it's when the personal relationships it, it gets into our personal relationships. It really hurts. And that's what you don't expect. You know, it's like, yeah. I, I'm fine being in, I don't know if it's disagreement or just in different places with somebody that yeah. I love very much. Yeah. Um, but I'm not okay with someone who knows me very well saying shit like that because it's not true. Right. And um, yeah, that's it. It's like, I'm, I know that there's plenty of people that I love very much that are in or in something that I'm here for a hundred percent when and if they decide to come out. And I'm also not in the game of just, Yeah. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I sent this person a text message to which I didn't get a reply was uh -huh. just, Hey, you haven't asked me how I'm doing. If you'd like to great. It's like, I hope you're doing well. It's like, but here is how I'm doing, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of this podcast. I feel like we're helping people. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would say also the, the number of people who are messaging us saying, thank you. I, you made me realize that I'm not crazy. All these things happened to me at my home studio. These things happened to me during Baptiste trainings. And I was made to think I was crazy. 
I was made to think that it was me. I was made to feel like I'm the only one who doesn't get it. The amount of people we're getting those kind of messages from far outweighs the others. You know, I didn't think and, love and light crew, Melissa. I really didn't like what this is making, like showing me very clearly is kind of the spiritual bypassingness of it. Yeah. And totally. I didn't think like me or my group of friends or any of this stuff, like, I was like, no, no, we're, we're not part of that. We don't do that. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. my God, I like, I got, I got love and lighted totally. and <laughs> by someone that I would never think would, would do that. And yeah. um, it's just, it was I'm, just a different flavor of love and light. It's not yeah. that it wasn't, it was like the less flowery version, but it was still, yeah. As a less flowery version of love and lighted. And then just to hear that made it very personal because, you know, there's some people, and I think it's important to talk about this because those other people who are saying something or asking questions or coming out, um, the relationship piece of it can be weird. And um, I wish I could say that it wasn't. Yeah. But I will say, and we've all said this and we've said it before, that the majority of what has happened as we have said something public or we ourselves or from people they hear for is that they're astounded. Like I've had so many people in my inbox that I was kind of like, oh shit, like afraid to leave them, read the message. And yeah. then it was this super positive, supportive message. So right. it's, yeah, a, it's a lot more of that than the yeah. people who disappoint us. Yeah. But there may be people who disappoint you. And I've been very disappointed this week. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know, and we're here when it if that ever changes we're still here and like even the most you know feedbacky annoying messages that we get we're still here for those people because i know my head was so far up baptiste's ass before and you know i don't blame myself because i now i realize that it was like true hypnosis yeah. that occurs at those trainings and that we're, and we'll have more episodes about this. I can't wait to, you know, for our upcoming episodes that highlight kind of where the grooming starts, you know, as soon as you apply for something, as soon as you step into a studio, as soon as you step into a 40 days, the grooming starts there mm -hmm. and it's great there's great stuff that you get from it. But again, are you going to defend Scientology? You're going to defend Nexium because of those great nuggets. I, I kind of said a long time ago to you guys, like privately, I wouldn't say this, but I just, yeah, I don't want to say it. Um, <laughs> I was, John Yalalich says it on, I can't remember whose podcast, but at some point she, I was listening to her and she goes, you know, yeah, they were, people were talking about literally kind of exactly what we're talking about when people come and say, yeah, but there was so much good out of that came out of it. And she, her response is always, yeah, well, Hitler made the trains run on time. Does that make totally. sense? Totally. And she's the, one of the top cult researchers. Like I'm just yeah. quoting her, but yeah. I mean, her point is phenomenal there. Like, yeah, yes, exactly. You know, yeah. So Cosby was a great actor. Right. Does that make it, okay, it okay? What exactly. he did? Because exactly. he was really good at acting? Fucking no. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. Exactly. Well. And then, and the point is that this shouldn't be happening. You know, animal abuse shouldn't be happening. Child abuse shouldn't be happening. And cult abuse shouldn't be happening. Yeah. And, and you know, that's, anyway. Um, now that you brought up Yanya Lalich. So um, I'm taking, you guys know I'm taking this course with her. It's called um, Take Back Your Life Recovery. Yeah. And she talked about this week that what we experienced from being in this group is CPTSD. It's Complex Post-Traumatic Stress Disorder which is, and I didn't realize what this was, it is, it's relational. So it's something that happens many times over time in relationships. So in relationship to the leader, in relationship to the other people that are in the group. Um, and, and it happens when we 
gaslight each other when we get into this um, methodology that we're all kind of indoctrinated into. Mm -hmm. And that's why you see people that are like speak to us in the language of the cult because they're still in it in a sense, even if they're, they say they're not doing in the language of the cult, they don't have other, and it takes time, right? Like it takes time that way, not to use those, those words. Yeah. It's not to think that way, not to think that I need to give this person feedback. Yeah. And, and I mm-hmm. think that's it because I mean, I, I get it like for so long, we thought we needed to give everybody feedback, but now it's just don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, just don't. So it's not, yeah. yeah, it's so I know that I posted that, you know, we weren't going to say <laughs> why we don't want feedback, but I think, you know, it's, it's important that we shared that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did we want to talk about um, any any other things that happened since Debbie's? Um, oh, I know her when she talked about her letter that fr- the letter from Vince Neal that got oh, yes. just directly ripped off from Baron and sent out to his team, which is fucking hilarious. Have a correction, by the way. We have a correction. It was actually Brett Michaels, which and I think that's worse. <laughs> Who knows? But I actually looked him up. I I Googled to see if I could actually find that letter from history. And she had the link to it, but the link was no longer active because it was so long ago. I know. But um, but the it came from like 2010 or 2011. He actually like had a piece of stage equipment fall on his head and then he had a brain hemorrhage and he almost died. And so the letter was going out to all of his fan base saying like, Hey everybody, you know, I, you know, all this stuff happened to me and I am now doing better and thanks for your support and something to that effect, you know? So that's what Baron's team got. And then when Debbie sent it out to one of, you know, she got the letter from Brett Michaels and was like compared it word for word to Baron's letter. She sent it to another fellow Baptiste teacher and said, hey, do you, or a couple others and said, hey, do you see it? Do you, is this weird to you? Like what's happening here? Do you know? And no response at all. And that's exactly what. Complete crickets what we've run into with so many right now. And I understand, and you may know what it's called, Melissa, I don't, but just the inability to be able to look. Yeah. Just the inability, like, you know, you see a letter, you start to read it, you have like a little, oh, that's weird. But right away, like some sense of self-protection is like, I can't go there. Exactly. Cause there's gonna exactly. be, and I know there's a lot of people who are in that. Yeah. That like they just see these little things and for whatever reason, they just don't have the ability to look because exactly there's just going to be too much there. Well, I love, there was one person who can't, you know, wrote a, a very public blog um, for the first time this week. And I'm very, very grateful. I'm proud of this person. Um, Cause I know how much courage it takes to write that. Even, even I haven't actually done that yet. I just kind of put links to our podcast. It's time for me to write something. This but counts for all writers. Yeah, this counts. <laughs> I'm not a writer. I'm a talker. Oh, okay. All right. This counts. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, so I, I just really appreciated how this person articulated. I mean, should we read parts of it? Yeah. The person articulated how, um, well, I guess what we were talking about, how I got so much good out of it and that kind of protected her from wanting to look any further. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's scary to look, you know, it's, and, and. Well, cause then we have to look at ourselves and yeah. be like, oh shoot, I have to see where I played a part where I perpetuated it right? It's just like the bigger, the other and big conversations that are happening in our country and our world currently. If you start to look at, um, you know, patriarchy, colonialism, like all of that, and you really right. have to look at it. Mm-hmm. Religion. You have to look at how you have perpetuated it and yeah. that it brings up a lot of shame and shame is 
like a big fucking scary thing. And most of us yeah. don't know how to look at that. What a great place to just love and light yourself, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So it's, it's, it would be below the line to look at that. It really is part right. of your conversation because if you're doing this with a yoga group, if you're have so much cognitive dissonance and that didn't, that wasn't my experience, I guarantee you you're doing it in other places. Yeah. In that where there's issues in the world. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, for example, do you have white privilege? Mm-hmm. You know, well, that wasn't my experience. So. Uh, oh yeah it's the people who were like I had a tough childhood right exactly yeah exactly yeah so I I I think there's a lot of uh connection there yeah for all of us to look at I mean I think it's what I'm gonna read a little bit from her uh her blog she says I'm so sorry that happened to you but that wasn't my experience quote in quotes In the wake of the rumblings with the Baptiste yoga community, I kept hearing this phrase. I used it too. It sucked for everyone else. But in my experience, it was fine. I heard stories. I thought people were being dramatic, that they were angry and trying to lash out, that they wanted revenge. I didn't want any part of it. I am now sorry. That was my first response. But that's common. Yeah. You know, like we said, that's totally common. It's totally understandable because you touched on it. It's like a level of self-preservation. And if you think about it that way, like we are wired to survive. And in order for humans to survive, we have to be accepted. So if for some reason we're going to get kicked out of the tribe or the crew, um, we, we lean towards belonging and staying in. So you can't think something different because then you're going, your whole tribe is going to, you're not going to fit in and belong anymore. She says, the more I listened though, the more I started to get curious. What if what all these people were saying was true, regardless of my experience? I started hearing things and having doubts right before I went to a week long session of a fit to lead training. So I thought, I'll just go and see what I see. I can totally take what I need from the training, but not be affected by the other stuff. <laughs> and what I saw shifted everything. Did you guys read this? Yeah, yeah. I read the whole thing. I, it was simple at first. Um, she says, I watched us, uh, I felt standoffishness of the program support team. I watched us repeat cheesy phrases instead of actually learning leadership tools. Baron got asked about the quote rumors. I didn't know this, that he was asked publicly about rumors. Yeah. This was circulating. I, I, I don't remember. I, I remember she, she and I had spoken or she posted somewhere after this happened, but mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. She said Baron got asked about the quote rumors circulating about the Institute's behavior. The Institute really, okay, anyway. He gave a very vague answer that didn't satisfy me, but for some reason seemed to satisfy everyone else in the room. I mean, how often has that happened? Like you asked him or the CEO or someone of a, that kind of rank, like why are, Hey person, why are we giving free labor? Why are we creating content in our fit to lead training that you're then selling to yoga journal conference oh and then get brushed off yep it's this is the typical kind of treatment of anything yeah so she says she goes on to say i'm practicing in the front row next to this very cute gal who's doing a very bendy variation of triangle baron is teaching on the mic he turns his mic off walks over to where she's standing and says just loud enough so only she can hear that looks like it feels really good. Mm-hmm. To which she giggles and says, yeah. My whole being had shivers, a seemingly nonchalant comment. Why turn off your mic though? Who did you not want to hear? And perhaps even you didn't know that I heard. I'd heard rumors of his behavior with women. I got to witness this firsthand. And she goes on to talk uh, about a lot of other stuff about all the things that sent red flags, but then kind of she ignored, she like bullet points them all out. Like, why did I do this? Why I never spoke up? Why people left and didn't come back? Why some things we learned never made sense? Why the bar kept moving for what we were required to do? 
Um, why program prices kept changing. We never got anatomy training. Why my friend got rejected and disappeared. Why we were never allowed to ask questions. Or if we did, they were redirected or answered vaguely. And she just goes on and on. Yeah, it's... Yep, I mean, good. And I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of her for writing it and... Yeah. yeah. No, it's not easy to say all that stuff. No, no. it's not. And it's- She was in fit. So she left fit after yeah. that. Yeah, she she forfeited the money. Yeah. We all know how much that program costs. Yeah. And I wasn't, I wasn't brave enough to do that. No. no. I wanted to leave that program when we were in it so many times, but it was the money and it was like, it was the, you know, all of the reasons not yeah. to leave, right? Yeah. But yeah. I mean, wow. So good job. And we just wanted to update you. Is there anything else we wanted to talk about? Yes. About our updates? Well, not well, kind of about the updates, but like I just have had something that's just sort of like rumbling around in my mind, right? Like seeing all these people come in and sort of join us and speak to us and, and feel like they're, you know, seeing and then seeing all the people who aren't and knowing that it's all so nuanced, but then like being in Baptiste and having it all be about leadership, right? Like, aren't all these things about leadership anyway? Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, fit to lead, fit to lead, even these other organizations, it's leadership based, right? Leadership. Yeah. What does that look like here? Really? Like what? Well, like if you're a leader, if you're a so-called leader in Baptiste, but then all of a sudden you drifted quietly away from Baptiste and scrubbed your website of yeah. Baptiste, but now, but then didn't say anything about it. Yeah. yeah. So you what led are people you, in. What are you leading? You led people in. You led people in. Are you going to lead them out? Right. Yeah. What, I, think, yeah. I think a good question, right, to start within this organization and again, others, like what is being what does leadership and being a leader look like? And like really questioning that mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. holding up against what you, your values of leadership are versus an organization. And if they don't match, that's something to just look at. Right. You know, one of the things in the definition of a cult is that the leader has, uh, gives certain rules um, but doesn't follow them. Yes. yes. Literally the definition of a call. So look at the, what the leader's saying, and then does it match up with the lead with, with what the leader is doing? Yeah. And if not, then you're looking at a cult. You're not looking at a true organization with true leadership. You're looking at a, a dictatorship. Here's, here's an opportunity where leaders, quote unquote, in the Baptist community are hiding behind and leading behind, in my opinion, oh, not gossiping. Yeah. yeah, that's their leadership, right? No, no, that's just straight up. It's yeah, that's just straight, straight up. up yes, wrong. right. Like yeah. not, you know, either not dipping their energy somewhere, mm -hmm. not feeding in, or not gossiping, or not being part of the vendetta. I would just, I would just encourage people to be interested in yeah. hearing that spin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, look a little kind of with one eyeball at that. Mm -hmm. um, okay, I, I'm going to add to, you know, being that a, I'm a yoga studio owner that was formerly affiliated. Um, I did also just unaffiliate quietly and then kind of try to figure the shit out. You know, I didn't just like go unaffiliate, like announcing Baptiste yeah. is harmful and I'm out of here and you all need to know how harmful it is and all the harm that I've done. I really had to, that was a huge deal for me to come to terms with it all, you know, because it was a coming to terms with the harm that I then perpetuated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I can yeah. only, I can, I can also empathize with that. For sure. And that's not the call. Like we're not, yeah. you're saying, oh, if your studio has unaffiliated or because e people are going through stuff and yeah. people I think deserve the time to process their things. Mm -hmm. I just also think that 
it's good to have conversations. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm not saying, you know, that everybody who has an affiliate who's unaffiliated or whatnot needs, I don't get to decide that stuff. And um, I just, yeah, just what, what is a leader? Well, just like, what does leadership look like to you here? And just, you get to decide. Yep. <laughs> you get to decide. It was such a good week. I, um, in terms of all the, the people we heard from, um, so, and next week's episode is pretty awesome. I'm excited to talk about that next time. Yes. Mm -hmm. Do we want to wrap up with anything else? Just thank you as always. Thank you. Thank you for, um, supporting us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing with us. Thank you. So many of you who are, being brave yourselves. Mm -hmm. And um, I really encourage you. I think, you know, we're, none of us are therapists. None of us know the right way out. None of us know how to tell anybody what to do. Um, but I love the Facebook support group. I think it's a place where a lot of people feel um, less just alone. less alone, less yeah. alone. So those of you who are coming out, who are kind of having that oh shit moment of, of what do I do? request to join the Facebook group. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, because you are coming out of something, it's a relational kind of, um, entanglement, you know, there's like relation one-on-one -on -one kind of culty relationships, there's groups, there's religious groups and, and it does deserve the time, the energy, the love and the care for yourself to be able to kind of, distance and separate and get clear about what what happened and what this really is yeah totally yep and thanks for not giving us any more feedback yeah, yeah thank you <laughs> um also the views and opinions expressed here on journey into yoga cults are just that views and opinions and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the podcast or the host stories told by hosts and guests are their own personal experiences, viewpoints, and perspective. Any content provided by our host guests, sponsors, or authors are of their own opinion and not intended to malign any religion, group, club, organization, institution, corporation, business, individual, or anything or anyone. Thank you so much. A little bit culty as always for letting us borrow your very awesome legal disclaimer and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.